Hey friends, you're listening to Whole Heart with Monica C. Guidry, a place where you can discover your purpose, your passion, and a place to get tips to get zest for your life back. Keep listening. Every Monday and Thursday, new uploads and tons of laughs right here. Hey friends, welcome to Whole Heart. This is Monica C. Guidry, and today is a great day to be alive. And I am so excited because today is my 10th episode. I've been around for two months now, a little over two months, and this is episode 10. Can you believe it? I'm so excited and so fitting that my guest today is my 10th interview because she was my very first interview outside of broadcasting school back in 2012. So she's kind of been in my life for about eight years. And I say in my life, meaning as a social media presence um, uh, for about eight years. But she was so gracious to me once I was fresh out of broadcasting school to let me interview her. I went to corporate office and I'll get into who it is because I know you guys are like, who is it? But if you follow me, you probably already know. Um, I am interviewing Jane Brody Abel. She is CPO. Uh, She's a Donato's Pizza chairwoman of the board. She is an author and she is also a speaker. But outside of those many titles, she's also a wife and a mother. So thank you, Jane, for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm also a grandmother, too. You are a grandmother. Yeah, I have three grandchildren. What are their names? So, oh, beautiful. My son, they're all my sons. So Roman Excelsior is, right? Strong name. Um, Luca Wild is the second. So Roman is three. Luca is um, a year and a half. And they just had August Brave. Oh, my. He's seven months. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about those names. Those are some powerful, strong names. Yes, yes. They. That's why I said with Roman Excelsior, he better do something great, right? <laughs> like, yeah, they, they, they were very intentional about their names. So, And they're all under three, which is... All under three. All under three. Kudos, mom and dad. Kudos, right? right? right. And you also have two daughters. I have two daughters. Which one is about to get married. In four weeks. In the of this pandemic, which is crazy, but I'm super happy for her and so proud of her because she is not, she's just, everybody needs to do what's right for them, Yes, but she's going to celebrate the love of her, her life that day. And yes. that's it. So oh, I'm proud of her. She's not whining. Usually like, right. The biggest problem I had was what the weather was going to be like. Right. Now we're like, do you have to wear, we, yes, you have to wear a mask. Nothing wear a mask. Dance. Yeah. All the other stuff that goes along with it. You know, what's interesting about that. I'm in the middle of planning my husband and I's 20th wedding anniversary. Oh, thank you. I reached out to a facility here. I won't say their names. And they gave me a long list of all the new pandemic rules. And one of the rules was you can't dance. Right. Have to. It's like specialty dances like, you know, bride and groom, mother of the bride and all of that, that whole stuff. But nobody else can dance. Yeah. Now there is the event space that we're at being privately held that they can socially distance dance. <laughs> oh, good. Well, good. At least you guys. Can <laughs> so, um, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about, okay. So you're a mom, your wife, your author, like all of these things. 
all of the women who tune into the show, they are women who are passionately pursuing purpose or in the beginning stages of discovering what their passions are. And they're living, trying to, to, to figure out or rediscover their zest for life. So for you, Jane, all of these different titles, how did you come to the discovery of your passions? It's a really good question. And I think just to complicate it even further, um, I, being a family-owned business added this whole identity thing too, right? Like, yeah. so what is my passion? Is it the family business? Is it being involved in the community? Because I think you're familiar. We um, founded, my friend Tani Crane and I founded Reeb Avenue Center. And, yes. um, and I would say it, where I really got on my knees and surrendered, those are the times that I found my true passions, right? Like when you're just so overwhelmed that you just have to surrender and for me, that's faith. And every time I start to veer a little bit away from it or step out of it, um, I'm shown all the reasons why I need to come back to, to my purpose. But I did, so the, probably the most critical point in time for me was right after McDonald's bought us and then my dad and I were buying the, the company back from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um, I, li- I had to do a lot of soul searching to make sure that I was buying the company back for the right reasons, that I wasn't buying it back to make my dad proud. Yeah. I wasn't buying it back to, um, to build my own ego. But what, what was that? And um, I, I, I'm sharing that in a sense that I also that ended up losing myself. So I found my purpose and my purpose truly, what I refer to as my four C's, which is cur- uh, character, courage, conviction, and compassion. Yeah. But I lost myself in the business then, then I lost myself in my family. And so while I found a purpose, um, I, I, I lost myself. So it was a strange thing to have happen, right? So I had to then really become convicted again and understand what was most important. And the business is important and our people are important, but I wasn't balancing my life very well. That's right. Um, so it's, it's a hard, it's hard, but I think you have to keep your eyes wide open to, um, what, where you are in life and what life has given you. How did you end up balancing? So, so when you, you came to this, I will call it a crossroad and you're like, okay, I have have business. I have family. I have myself. So how did you find the right balance in all of that? I didn't. (laughs) So uh, the first the first couple of years of buying the company back, I was all in and I didn't balance my family very well at all. And unfortunately it, it impacted, right? Like, of course it did. And so I was all, I was in every market and every restaurant really trying to help the business survive, but I didn't balance my family at well. And so what ended up happening, which was really interesting, a few years into it as then running the business, I uh, found myself obviously as a single parent going through a divorce. And that's probably a critical moment in my time when I just decided I wasn't going to do that again. I was not going to not balance my life and I was going to give everything to my family. And so I changed roles from mm-hmm. running the company to chairwoman and allowed me to be more philanthropic, allowed me more out in the community. That's when I did Undercover Boss. That's when I did wrote a book. <laughs> yeah. But it shifted so that I could spend time um, with my children in a very different way. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, my ego, I, it was hard. Um, and everybody, I like, I like to think I didn't have a big ego or it was just a healthy ego. 
but it was it's hard it was hard because um i found i found that i had to find being important in a different way and that was a really vulnerable stage to be in um and i said it earlier this morning i was speaking to a group but i i literally had to get to the point where my calendar had to reflect what was important to me mm. and once that happened, so like Wednesday nights, I baby my, babysit my grandchildren uh, and it's on my calendar and oh. I didn't miss another soccer game or I didn't. And so mm-hmm. I think that's just a check, right? Like if you can look at your calendar and say, I, I go to church. So yes, that's on there. My devotions every morning are on there. And if you can look at your calendar and say, that reflects who I am, um, then, I, then for me, it's helping me prioritize what's most important. That's right. I always tell people there are three things that you should always guard and that's your peace, your time and your joy. Yeah. Guard it with all diligence. If, if things don't align with those three things, then clear your plate. It's okay to clear your plate. It's okay to move it out the way because those aren't the things that are going to bring you fulfillment at all. Right. So when you, when you stripped everything down and you were like, okay, well, who am I outside of? outside of this, because I've been doing this so long, did, did it take you a long time to say, to discover, you know, you know, who you were outside of that? I, it, I would say it did, but yet um, it's also who I always was. Right. So yeah. I discovered really, truly who I am by going back to who I really have been, uh, but life gets in your way of allowing you to always be transparent and always be authentic. And, um, you know, I, it's funny when I was talking to my dad, oh gosh, years ago, but I did remember being a little kid. I just really always wanted to be the best mom. Like I just wanted to be a good mom. That was my, and I don't know why I think maybe my mom and dad had my younger brother nine years after me. And I love taking care of them. I enjoyed it. And so that fed me and gave me joy, which that's why I love our business. I love our people. Yeah. I love seeing our vice president of people today. Her name is Nikki, who started when she was 15 years of age here. Oh. And our vice president of operations started as a, as a pizza maker. And so I love that. And that's truly, I think that feeds my soul, right? Mm-hmm. Like being, if you do the love languages, like acts as service, like... <laughs> helping people and quality time are my two, like um, being able to have acts of service in the community, which Reeb Avenue feeds that. And what I, I'm not, I don't play music. I don't, I'm not a creative crafty person. Um, and sometimes I'd be like, oh, I should try to do that, but it, it's not authentically who I am. It <laughs> doesn't interest me. And so what I found was being in the community interests me and it feeds me. And so most recently, which I do want to share with you, um, just as in February, I got together with a group of women and we call ourselves the edge sisters. Mm-hmm. And we started talking about poverty in Columbus and the disparity and the growing gap and how bad it is. And I see it every day in, in Southside with Reeb Avenue mm-hmm. and our associates. Right. And so we started talking about that and expressing our discomfort and how we have to, we have to help people be uncomfortable with it enough to cause change. So then we moved into COVID And then we moved into our civil unrest and no, that's systemic. That's always been there. Um, But George Floyd helped our community, unfortunately, in such a tragic event, gain awareness. And it's caused myself and these 12 other women 
to take what we started in February to really help create people in our community be in an uncomfortable space. Wow. We want, because until you're uncomfortable, you're not going to grow. Mm-hmm. And so we're bringing Rob and D'Angelo in on August 19th. So oh. hopefully all of your viewers, it's free. Yeah. Um, and she is the author of White Fragility. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is going to speak about the racial divide and just helping kind of our first step to, hey, community, you need to listen to this and we all need to get uncomfortable so that we can cause change. Wait, tell um, me the dates for that again. The dates? August, August 19th. August 19th. Um, it, is a, it is a crowdsource Zoom call. Uh-huh. Um, and it is 5.30 to 7. I'll send you on email the link to it Perfect. and so everybody can register. We have a thousand people signed up so far. Oh my gosh. So, and it's unlimited. So we want, you know, my hope is that um, everybody in the community signs up and listens and learns, right? Like we yeah. have to have the courage to look at ourselves and we have to have the courage to make change and, um, and we can no longer be silent. And so okay. that's kind of, I that was a long answer to your, your question, but it. So I, good. What I found is that's what I, you know, what my purpose is, I, I believe in everybody's here for a purpose. And I believe that um, mine is to open doors or to be an advocate and to be a voice. Yeah. And that's when I'm going to try to do the best I know how. And I don't always know how. So it's a matter of just getting smart people around you. <laughs> right. That's what I enjoy. Like to me, that's fulfilling. You know, you, you really, you really guided me into that second question. It was like, well, how would other women that are listening or men that are listening in discover passion? And you said it, you said, I'm not I'm musically inclined. I can't play an instrument. I'm not crafty. I've tried my hand at it, but I'm, it's not authentic. So really it's you, you're basically saying, try things out. If it, if it doesn't feel authentic, it doesn't feel right. Try something else. And so you were led into community where you you found your passion and you you've discovered your your purpose in that, mm-hmm. right? Would you yeah. would you say that that's true? Absolutely true. And I think what happens and and I'm fortunate because it was Mayor Michael Coleman who called my dad and and you know the the three T's right? Like you can give your time, talent, or treasure. And Mayor Michael Coleman, who I adore, was just like, hey, you guys got to do something on the south side. Like this isn't good. And I've always known I had a passion for people, but once we really dug in and, and looked at our community in our own backyard, where one of our top 10 stores are, we're like, we, we have to do something. And that's probably for me where I had my aha moment. So when you, when you recognize that it's really feeding your soul, I think you also allow your creativity, right? Because then we started things like love, kindness, Okay. Uh, which we go out and hand out a voucher for a free meal and a bus pass to people that are panhandling mm-hmm. um, so that they can come in to read and we can help them get a job and then we can help them um, with education. And that's what, you know, when we started Reeve Avenue Center and we raised $12.5 million to renovate an old school building and we have 14 different nonprofits inside the building, mm-hmm. that wasn't because I had an idea at all. That was because we were passionate to say something has to change. And we just kept sitting at the table. Um, And it was a group of collective, very smart people that came up with it. Mm -hmm. Similar to bringing Rob and D'Angelo to town. It's putting yourself in the space because you're passionate about it. 
That's right. Allows allows things to unfold. Allows doors to open. I'm like literally tearing up over here. I don't know if you can see that, but I'm like, you can, you can, the reason why that I'm, I'm emotional about it, because as you're speaking, I can feel your spirit and I can feel that it's something that you're, you're extremely passionate about. And just the fact that you said yes to something that was unfamiliar to you and you stepped out and then you opened the door for other people who also were purposed to do the same thing, to come in and, 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 um, and open the doors and bridge gaps and, and, and basically create a, a safe space for, for people who are um, not as fortunate. And I believe that when we're living out our passions and living our purpose, that's what happens. We mm-hmm. unlock doors, we open up windows, we create bridges and create opportunities for other people to thrive. And that's exactly what you're, what you're doing. So kudos. And I, I commend you for that. So, um, like, I'm, I'm sorry, I gotta like bring myself, bring myself to, <laughs> I'm an empath. So I like literally feel everything. Um, my sister is an empath. <laughs> so I literally feel, everything. I know I'm sorry. Cause <laughs> she shares with me a lot. <laughs> that's okay. So what I'm, I'm going to try to like bring this to a close. Cause I know you have a busy day, but what would you say again, to people that are listening out there and they're at this place of, okay, I'm, I'm mommy 24 seven. I'm a wife and I'm giving and doing all these things to, for everybody else. What about me? What about me? What would you what would you say to them? Uh, well, I think for, I can say what I did for myself was I scheduled time on my calendar every day for myself. Um, and I prioritize that. And so for me, it was devotions. I love to listen to music and I love to journal. Um, so for that, that's my, that's me though. Like everybody has their own. It is first find what that is. And some, some it's working out or, and I also do that, but it's where is that space that you're really dedicating to helping yourself be the best version of yourself? Because if we're not the best version of ourselves, we're not going to be the best version for our children or for our family, or for our work, or for our friends. And so, um, I, you know, there's no simple answer, but is it allowing yourself the freedom and the courage to take risks and find what it is, because it's different for everybody. It is different for everybody. So good. Well, I'm going to wrap things up. Thank you so much, Jane, for coming on and being my 10th. Um, interview, <laughs> interviewee or interviewer what you know what I mean so I'm thank so you. proud of you I am really proud and honored to be here and just be able to see you on zoom yeah. but also talk to you um, I, I admire all the work that you're doing you, you are an inspiration and I appreciate you very much thank you so much um, and thank you so much to you guys that are tuning out there from all over the world I was just sharing with Jane that I I looked on my analytics and I saw that there's another country or another part of the world that tune that's tuning in now and that's New Zealand so whoever you are hello in South Africa and Germany and Italy and um, uh, all of you that are out there listening across the country I just thank you and just just remember that a whole heart is a heart that's full of joy it's a joy full heart and that's what we're trying to do one day at a time is develop wholeness so until we speak until we see until we meet again thank you bye-bye